Hey, welcome back to another episode of Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and with me as usual is my hubby, my bestie, my butter biscuit. Yeah. What up, everybody? My sidekick. Yeah. I am Robin. You are Batman. This is how this works, and I'm okay with that. What's what's popping? What's crackalacking? Um not much, man. I mean, I'm doing all right. A little tired. Little, but you know, same Z type shits. Uh, um, We're entering into the summer. I mean, almost. yeah, it feels like the year is kind of blowing by pretty quickly. Yeah, it was like we honesty. just had Christmas, and then now the summer's about to fly by. Yeah, it's it's kind of insane that uh, we've done so many pods between two. Like the last few months have gone by really quick. Yeah, not I bad. Think we're like thirty one episodes now yeah at this point it's pretty Hope neat. you guys like are still enjoying yeah. <laughs> this pretty odd experience that. pretty thankful for that all of my parents out there i know you're happy or maybe you're, you're sad because the school year is about to end you know <sighs> for some parents it's like babysitting it's like yes i don't gotta deal with them for yeah. six to eight hours yes yeah, true but uh I, it's bittersweet like i hate getting up so early Right. Um, but it actually flows with my workout schedule. That's so also true. I just have to figure that out. But <laughs> these years are flying by because, you know, I have a high schooler and yeah, I have a, or we have like an elementary school kid. So it's like, where did the time go? Yeah. Where oh, did God. the time go? I can, I can still even remember school, but knowing that we have a high schooler. And someone in a little one in elementary is just like, geez, man, where does that time actually go? I only hope that they have great teachers on their academic career path. Because growing up, I had a couple of great teachers. There's one that really stood out. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I had a couple of great teachers. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to have teachers that stood out and cared about what happened to me and me, you know, on this journey. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, just, you know, speaking about teachers, you know, that was something I really wanted to talk about. This episode is just great teachers that we've encountered, inspirational teachers that have really made an impact on our lives. Okay. I like it. I dig it. Let's do it. You know, like growing up, you know, there wasn't, I don't know about for you, but there wasn't a lot in elementary of male teachers. Um, I had a, well, you know, actually giving it just a little bit of thought here. I think the most I have ever seen a teacher, as far as a male one goes, would be the, like the PE teacher. Yeah, probably. absolutely. Yeah. But other than that. It like usually school. was a, a a female teacher that we I had up until probably like fifth grade because I want to say his name was Mr. Davis if I remember correctly. So your fifth grade teacher, my was fifth male. grade teacher was a male. Okay, but it took you know the the, the whole five years <laughs> to get to that point. Yeah, basically, we uh, don't get a lot of male teachers, a lot of black teachers. If I'm being honest, I didn't see many. There wasn't many black teachers up until I got up into middle school. Yeah, I didn't have a black teacher until, well, I had briefly, I be, was this teacher black? I think I had a black teacher for like two weeks in like fourth grade. Two weeks? And then, <laughs> and then 
I believe I didn't see another black teacher. The first black teacher I saw, I think, was like the gym teacher. Hilarious. And then then you kind of get them sprinkled around. Yeah, I see more. I remember seeing more of the minority teachers in high school and in middle school than I do in elementary, in all honesty. Yeah, like third grade, I had a teacher named Mr. Columbus. He was one of my first male teachers. Um, I think he was from the Midwest. I remember him bringing in his hockey puck because he played hockey. I don't know on the side or he grew up playing hockey. That was my first like ever experience of like holding a hockey puck and then holding like (laughs) the stick and stuff like that. He was a cool teacher. Um, In 11th and 12th grade for my algebra classes, algebra one and algebra two, I had a black teacher named Miss Kyles. I think you probably had Miss Kyles. I definitely too. remember Miss Kyles. She was the best. I love math and she made me love math more and she really she really um pushed for everyone to try to further their career in college. Like don't take a year off cuz you might not go, you know, really try to get, do college, you know. Uh-huh. And I think the guys like Miss Kyles because Miss Kyles had Yes, she, she had a bush. Her she thing was thinking. Thick as hell. No disrespect <laughs> if she ever listens. <laughs> but Miss Kyle's had she had body, body yes, yada, yada yada yada. Um, Built like a brick house. <laughs> she was just so she was so pretty. She had a nice little cute little shape. Yeah, and everything. But you know, you know, I loved her for just being a great math teacher. I don't know about everybody else. Because she constantly wore jeans. So Yeah, I mean, is there dress code? <laughs> is there dress code for teachers, you think? Like Friday's jeans? I, I don't I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. Oh. And then like twelfth grade, I had a government teacher. I don't remember his name for the life of me. I'm just gonna say Mr. G. He was an Italian older government teacher that I had. I think he was from the East Coast. And, you know, he's teaching 17 and 18 year olds. And this was the time right before, like a year before the uh, 08 elections. Okay, so Obama administration. Right. And this is when he was telling us, there's this young candidate out of Chicago. You guys should research him since you're going to be voting. His name is Barack Obama. We're like, that's (laughs) That's a weird name. Who is this? And he really pushed for us to learn about. You know, we, he was a government teacher, so really pushing to educate ourselves about politicians and laws and things like that, and to, no matter what, whoever you choose, just to vote. So I loved him. Again, I'm not for sure what his name was, but it started with like a G. Hmm. Mr. Gorillo, Mr. Something. Oh my God, for the life of me, I don't remember his it name. It's funny, we went to the same high school in Mr. We Gorillo didn't have the same or Gorillo. Sounds, sounds familiar. familiar, like yeah. That, that rings off the ear correctly. I don't you, we know didn't have the sure. same government teacher, right? I think you had a different. I one. think I had a different one, but yeah. I can't remember that that guy's name at all. He okay. was a white bald guy. Uh, yeah, I had an Italian older man, so yeah. I don't know if he still teaches, but he was an amazing government teacher, and I got an A in that class, so it helped me graduate. You know, just putting out there. Yeah, he, he. I remember my history teacher, or not history, but government teacher being boring, incredibly oh. boring. No, this class was pretty good. I mean, it's always going to be a little boring because it's government, but (laughs) it wasn't bad. Um, But, you know, just sprinkling in some of those teachers, it just puts a segue for my favorite teacher of all time. 
She was my fourth grade and fifth grade teacher, and her name was Miss Saxton. Okay. I okay. loved her. Now, just a little backstory on how I met her, how I got in her class. So I think I've told you this before. By the middle of fourth grade, you know, my parents are already like separated or divorced and we were moving. So me going from the suburbans to the hood. Oh, yeah. Was, so you did go from suburbs to the hood. That's right. Yeah, definitely like a culture shock, right? For like, sure. I would imagine like, so the only black person in my neighborhood or only black person in my class for like four years straight and then getting put into like a neighborhood with just majority black people and it was just a little different so prior to moving i had a fourth grade teacher um she was like this heavy set woman wore glass she was so i'm not gonna say her name but she was so mean so mean do you can i ask do you remember this woman's name I remember her name. But because I'm not of how mean look. she was? Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. So I'm not going <laughs> to put her name out there, but she was like a bitch. Sorry. Not sorry. And it was like one of those things where like, it was like, you don't have to be mean. Like I had problems with kind of reading a little bit and she just would call me out on it. And I was just like. Oh, really? Just eat a chicken. Like Billy Madison style? Yeah, it was just like... Today, Junior. Yeah, it was like, come on, like, I'm in fourth grade, I'm learning, and I felt like she would always call me out on that it. That sucks. And you know what? My cousin actually ended up having her as well, like, really? a couple years after I had her. Oh, no. Um, and I was like, I was like, God bless you. Like, I hope you're going to be okay in that class. Godspeed. Godspeed, because <laughs> she's a bitch. <laughs> like, that's how I felt. So when I was moving, I was like, well, I'm happy. Like, I won't be in her class anymore. But I was, like, a little nervous because PTSD. Like, what if I get someone similar to who I just had? Just mean and it's going to discourage me from, like, wanting to really put the effort into reading. So when we moved, I went to the neighborhood school for, like, two weeks. And that's where I think I had my first black teacher, I believe. See, it was such a blur because I was only there for two weeks because that school was so bad and like the kids the way they talked was so different from what I was used to like cursing and talking about stuff you know eight nine ten year olds should not be talking about my mom was like no you are not <laughs> staying at this school so that's like, great she immediately enrolled me into a school across town so I'm back into kind of some similarities to the last school I was at. Prior. It had a little bit of some mixture. So it was a it was mixed better. Like it wasn't just like all white. It felt like a mixing pot. Mm. Um so and then I had to take the bus for the first time and I was like, I never took a school bus before and it was like a good forty minutes. You know, so it was just so different. But the first day of school I had a substitute, so I didn't even know what the teacher looked like or anything. So the next day, I uh, or I think I came in on, yeah, I came in on a Monday. She was out, and then Tuesday she came in, and she was just like a breath of fresh air. Like Miss Saxton, she was like a redhead. She has all these freckles, and she was like tall and skinny. And she was young too. I think like Miss Frizzle. Yeah, but like a hotter version of Miss Frizzle, you know, something like that, like a little bit. Miss Frizzle is wild. Miss Saxon was the best. Like she, I remember her wearing like red lipstick and like you know, this is like the nineties too, like late nineties. Like I had her like ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, 
where they had like the sandal platforms and like she was just so cool and 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 young too she had to be like 23 24 somewhere between that and like 26 like she was young and um I loved one thing I loved about her is that she was very patient and that was great for someone who you could tell the difference from the first teacher I had versus Miss Saxton like this teacher probably had been teaching for like 20 years and she was over it like that's why she was probably so mean jaded yeah like I'm so done with this. I just want to eat my feelings. Go home and eat a like TV dinner. Fuck these kids type <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. And Miss Saxon was just like she just bright and had all these ideas, and it was just a joy to be in her class. And what I loved is that she was patient with. She knew that everybody learned different. So what she did was she would figure out what level of reading you were in. Same thing with like math and stuff, and she put you in groups. So. If you were like someone who's an advanced reader, you were maybe in a group of like four or five people and you guys were reading like maybe an advanced book when it was, you know, time for you guys to meet with your group. Um, and, and, you know, that's how it was. And I felt great. She it was, played to the kids' strengths. I love that because I didn't feel bad about reading and I ended up advancing more, you know, with my yeah. reading. That and, makes sense. And, you know, at that time too, that's when Harry Potter first came out. So... You know, I was good enough to read Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And okay? the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, she was so good that she would teach us, like, she was like, okay, you guys need to get ready. You only got one more year left in elementary, and then you're going to go to middle school, and you're going to have, like, six classes, and those teachers may not care about you. So you need to be on it. Like, she wasn't just getting us ready for, like, fifth grade. She was getting us ready for life. Yeah, like she was like, you need to be prepared, get organized. Like she was telling us how middle school people high aren't school, going to care. Yeah. yeah, so and I love that, and I love that so much that, and I think the class all felt that that at the end of fourth grade year, we were like, oh man, I wish we can like wrap you up in bubble wrap and take you with us because <laughs> we're like we don't know who our fifth grade teacher. Were. We didn't know how we're going to be at the same school, but it was like you're not going to have time for us because you're going to be teaching other fourth graders and we're going to be in fifth grade. But at the end of the year, she ends up telling us that she was going to teach fifth grade. Oh, that's awesome. And we were like, yes. The great thing about this school was that it was a year-around school. Now, for those who don't know what year-around schools are, it is... track schools. Yeah, it's a track school. And, you know, you get certain days off in the middle of the school year. Like, you have to go to school in the summer. It was like that, year-around. Yes. Self-explanatory. And... You could actually kind of pick your teacher based on what track they were on. Yeah. So fourth grade, I was in track four. And then she was like, I'm going to fifth grade and I'm going to be track five. And we we're like, oh, hell yeah. So I think 90% of the class decided that we were going to go home, you know, and tell our parents, hey, we want to be on track five. And I think, yeah, like 80, 90% of the class ends up, we all just migrated to her class in fifth grade. That's adorable. It was like we followed her. That's adorable. She also, like, in fifth grade, like, um, she put on plays. So that was my first experience with, like, the little acting. Theater? Yeah, it was my, yeah, my thespian came out in fifth grade. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she had these little plays, and that was, like, the end of the year. And I was like, I love this. I loved it so much. I told my mom, and we end up going to a, it was a management company, like, that represented actors. And I ended up auditioning oh, that cool. year. It was like a toothpaste commercial. 
But because there were fees involved in everything, my mom didn't want to pursue it. So <sighs> scared money don't make money. Okay, you know, I could have been on Disney Channel. That's so rare. You would have been it's one of those shitty wand ones that are like, Welcome to the Disney Channel, making the <laughs> shitty house <laughs> right. in the corner. <laughs> beer, 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 beer. <laughs> it's Erica, and you're watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but because like she, oh, you know, she made us, um, she made us do those plays and exposed us to that. That made me be like, oh, I think I might want to do something with theater. It wasn't like a crazy passion, but it was she was the one that kind of opened my eyes to it. Like this is something you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was this one time in fifth grade, there was this boy who he had that odor. And it was one day that we had a substitute. And I think a couple of kids had said something about his odor. And I did too. I don't believe I'm a bully, but maybe, you know, when you get four or five kids that mention like, oh, you you should take a bath, player, it could hurt your feelings. So he did go home and tell his parents, like, you know, people are saying I need to take a bath or a shower. And I guess the parents told Miss Saxton. The next day she did bring us all individually, the ones who said something to him. You know, like to her office and you know just explain to us like how it made him feel and how he may not want to come back to school because he felt bad you know about us saying those things so as an exercise she decided to bring in a picture of herself and she had told us before that she had like been overweight or something like that when she was like in middle school or high school so she brought in like her fat picture and she had us rip a piece and pass it around, and uh. she made a she made a a story and a, an example out of like bullying and what it can do to someone. And I love that because this is like right before like what was the first like uh, Columbine? Columbine. It had to be like right before that or right like so it was that was like whoa she's like really advanced in her thinking you know because he totally look like if he older he could be thinking like that you know and when i look back on i'm like he's 10 years 10 years old like who knows if his parents were poor and like you know i don't i don't think he chose that you know his circumstance but i love that she took that moment and she didn't just shrug it off because i think that's what happens with some some uh teachers they know about things and bullying and they you know they brush it off and she took that lesson and and she used she used an example of herself and she taught us a life lesson about bullying i so, respect it i, I respect that that's pretty cool i just love miss saxon she's the best i found her on facebook a couple of days ago and i was like i hope she accepts my friend request like she was so important to me and pivotal in my life that once i left elementary school thank god i had like uh sisters that went to the school like years after me mm-hmm. so we would write each other so we would just send oh, each other cute. letters yeah for like two years or so yeah um and then we just fell off you know because once my sisters left there's no one else to communicate and right there was no facebook and i think myspace was like you know i think that anyways that was, that was a few years away that yeah was a few years away yeah so i mean i did find her on facebook and i hope that she, you know, she um, accepts my friend request. 
and I hope she remembers me, but who knows if she does. I was a student of hers back in like 99, 2000, so. Yeah, it's been a long amount of years. It's been a long between. time, like 20 some years, so. Yeah, you might have to jog the old memory basket for she that She still one. looks the same, too. She's all young and youthful looking. Oh, good. I kind of stalked her Facebook page, so. <laughs> Maybe one day she'll hear this podcast but and know that she meant so much to me as a teacher. Yeah, I mean, it's nice for yeah. to have teachers that give a fuck about you. It's oh, one reason why I always say that they should be pay, uh, paid a lot more because they would give a lot more. What do you think they should get paid? Oh, I think at the bare minimum, this is like a sixty to $65,000 a year job. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? And then it, let's say there's incentives to get, you know, teacher of the year and shit like that and those incentives can come in actual bonuses and things like that for them vacations that they can win and take and shit like i would make <clears throat> i feel like we we celebritize the wrong types of people in yeah, general in society uh, i can give a fuck about what any of these people how how well you sing I, I i appreciate the arts and the beauty of it and i can appreciate your acting and the beauty of it but, like, there are some, like, rock star scientists that we should probably, like, start talking about. There are some rock star yes. doctors and some, like, you know, people out here that really should make a difference. There's some rock star teachers that changed lives of those other people who then become those rock star scientists and those rock star doctors, by the way. So let's try to I, – I wish we lived in more of a progressive mindset to, to really give uh, teachers a better opportunity to for survivability – um, because they do a lot for the future, and it's like, it, it yeah. feels like they're it's like their fealty means nothing. And then the and then when you think about it, when school ends, some of them have to get part time jobs or jobs for the summer. Which like should never a be high the case. School kid, which should never be the case. Yeah, I feel they like should make them teaching. To... Teaching is important as fuck, and we 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 don't. They should have the same amount of respect as. Uh, doctors and military, in my personal yeah, opinion. Like, when I say thank you for your service, I mean the <laughs> same thing as a right. teacher. Thank you for your service. And not to mention, some of them out here actually now are dodging bullets. Let's be real about it. Yeah. So, bullets in hands. You know what I'm saying? So, at, like, I feel like there is a very extreme lack uh, of respect in our country for teachers. And yeah. it is a 60 to 65 minimum. That's like start pay. And depending on how many years you've been teaching, let's get you up there. You know yeah, what I'm they're saying? not only teachers either. They're therapists, their moms, their dads to a lot of these Yeah, kids. they're therapists, moms, dads, they're uncles, they're friends. They're bulletproof it's, vests. Yeah, they're bulletproof vests for a lot of they're people. security. Too. Yeah, it's craziness. Uh, I think the expectation we put on them to educate and keep our, 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 our futures um, basically you know, in line and get them prepared for things uh, is so pivotal and so important that, yeah, that respect factor is something that they definitely need and deserve. Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, on the same tip, Who shout out to Miss like? Saxton because, uh, you know, that, that's that's really cool that she inspired you to do what you aim and have been aiming to do for a while now, so... It's really interesting to see that uh, you know that background, and I'm thankful for her because you're 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 smart, smart, important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I have two significant teachers, uh, and I'll I'll try to do this as quickly as possible. Um, I don't really have too many that have been memorable in the early school career, 
most of mine is the latter to into college. Okay. Um. So, for my number one would be a Mr. Frank Clark. Such a simple name. Yeah, he's like one of those, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Where my goose? Where my goose? Exposition slip. Uh, <laughs> jump, son. <laughs> Kills your brain cells. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Frank, Frank uh, Clark. He is um, one of the most, um, I'd say... He is a big catalyst in my journey, especially in my beginning high school years into, honestly, where I am now as far as what direction my career went into. Uh, Like, I knew at a young age that I wanted to do something in video games. I didn't know where to start, what to, you know, whatever. Super dumb early. And then getting into high school, uh, he was a teacher who I believe started out as a history teacher. And he I was my history teacher history for teacher. like a, a period or two yeah. at a time. And then when they finally got a replacement or whatever for that class, because he was not supposed to be a history teacher. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because when our first year to that new high school, it was like changing teachers. Like everybody's supposed to be time. doing something else. Yeah, it was but... all, they were wearing multiple hats. Yeah. Again, why it should be a $65,000 <laughs> at a minimum. Uh, <laughs> So when uh he got switched because they found an actual teacher for history he started uh teaching a advanced computing sciences uh course which is like basically a start into college prep for uh computer science right and they didn't have any students at the time that were in the class it was just building the curriculum and stuff um basically willy-nilly so uh, they took a few students, only a few from every school in the county, and I was one of two uh, picked from that from our school to go into the class. Um, and it, it turned out to be about a group of twelve to fourteen of us. Oh, okay. Uh, which was pretty pretty cool. Yeah. And we were the first class in that course, and then uh, they were we were like the test dummies, if you will. Like, how well would this go? Um. And I learned basically everything that would lead me in the direction of game design. And I had no idea at the time that it would be, but it led me like straight into it. Like I had a upper hand at things going into my college courses later. And uh, I'll speak about that. Um, I learned everything macromedia and uh, that dates me, but, (laughs) but uh adobe before they were adobe they were at macromedia because it got bought out Jeez. um and uh i learned flash i learned uh dreamweaver it was photoshop uh i learned so much about animation and html code what grade was this was this 10th 11th 10th 11th and 12th it was oh, all, all three, three years that i went to had that you had that, that class course. Yeah, that class. Was that like an elective? Uh, I I don't know if they considered it to. It was listed as an elective, but I don't know if it was like an elective. I don't I don't remember. Okay. But like, I had college credits. Oh, that's good. Already, like, but like at tenth grade, I already had college credits for you know shit, and that was the uh, course that led to them. Uh. I learned everything. We were tearing computers apart and putting them together and learning about certain aspects and like making Franken boxes 
and stuff. Uh, we made a Hackintosh, uh, the the Windows computer and a and a and an Apple Mac put together. Get your uh, Hackintosh. Hackintosh. Yeah. Um. It was. It was great. Like I learned so much, and this is now around time when MySpace is becoming a thing. So my profile, fire! <laughs> I was oh, pulling out man. all the stops MySpace. on me. Remember MySpace? You could have your song playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I had some cool, cool shit. So yeah, Mr. Clark, he was really pivotal in where I was was pointed at as far as the career goes, and then. He uh he kept me out of trouble. He was almost like a father figure when I needed one uh Mr. Abandonment over here. You uh, had like ten daddies and not Man, <laughs> all these men though like really helped me out and made me learn things. You know, too bad my real fathers couldn't do it. Made the real one rest and shit. Uh <laughs> the hell. I want no parts. <laughs> uh yeah. Like he really wanted me to not be in trouble because in, even in high school I was fighting a lot. Like fighting often. Oh wow! And uh, you know, he was just like, "You need to do this. Keep your eyes over here and all this." And you know, by time uh, I got into senior year, we were we were graduating and things like that. And I was like, "I want to go to college for game design." Uh, I was like, "It'd be really cool if like you would make me like a letter of recommendation." And I just dropped it. You know, didn't think anything of it. You know, whatever. I'd bug him every now and again, like you know, hint at it. And he never said anything. And by the time we were graduating, I had actually received a uh, letter of recommendation from him uh, that was amazing. And it was personal. It didn't feel like a copy and paste. Uh, this individual should go here because right. of... No, he, he like listed faults of mine, being like I'm hot-headed and I'm a perfectionist, you know, and things of this nature. And he was like, but these also lead to his passion. You know, and you'll see his uh, attention to detail. Like, you know, he really laid, laid out these things that were so genuine in the letter that uh, my mom copied it and, like, kept, like, a copy and all that stuff. Oh, and, she good for that. Uh, yeah, my mom keeps a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I think that was honestly something that was big because he worked for Adobe. You know what I mean? And uh, in college, I was using all that. So, so have to have somebody from that, that company write a uh a letter of recommendation to my you know college recruiter like yeah this guy needs to get in and you should do this because he can offer uh you know that type of yeah. stuff it was it was amazing to me and uh, i latched onto that and uh for a very very long time up until about last year once every year new year's eve new year's day ish those two one of those two days i email him and he emails me back and it's just like a, you know hey how you doing um you know, he, when I had, when we actually had uh, graduated, he moved uh, somewhere out in Alaska and, you know, built a snowboarding shop. Yeah, <laughs> he was like a lawyer and then yeah. he went from being a lawyer with a He's, suit to flip I think, I think he also, his, his, his is like want to just do things different yeah. and just to take a risk is something that I also loved about him, which is something that I've always had in me. It was just like. I'm gonna take the risk. I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and and, and like, he was just like, ah, I'm done teaching. I'm gonna go sell snowboards and go ski and shit. I love that. You know what I mean? And he like built it. Like he built it. It was he like, with his hands. Shorts and, and like thong sandals on. Yeah. Like he, like <laughs> he was got the leprechaun toes out. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, in he Hawaii. was a, a a shorter, maybe Kevin Hart size, uh, redheaded Irishman. 
Like Leprechaun. Leprechaun Man. And I loved him so much. Yeah, uh, yeah Mr. Frank Clark, uh, my number one. Honestly. We love you. Yeah, I, I meant for sure, for sure. Um, and then going into college, uh, that just compounded when I ended up meeting uh, a teacher that I ended up working for, both at, at the college as like the teacher's aide and like teaching courses for him. Yeah, and then after college for his movie production company for about uh, two years. Oh wow! Uh, and this is Ryan McMacken. Uh, he is, or he, is, yeah, he is a professor. Uh, I can't remember where now. I think he might have actually retired from that, but he was a professor at my college, and uh, he dabbled in everything in the D E D E D G program or digital entertainment game design program, which was. Uh, also, he did all most of the courses for the associates for that, so the visual communications portion. I ended up learning everything that I took from the advanced computing sciences course uh, in high school, right? Yeah. With Mr. Clark, it was just everything and that plus more. You know what I mean? It was right. awesome, and I had already got a foot in the door from having three years of it beforehand. So then. Uh, I was ahead of the game and really good at what I was doing, like really fucking good. Uh, and he kind of noticed my potential in that, and um, he became someone that I would bounce ideas off of. Oh, that's cool. And try to get ways to formulate certain ways that I would make my art. And uh, he would say, like, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I can't wait to see how it turns out. And that stuff made it exciting because uh, – you know, building one of my demo reels uh, for his course, uh, what was really entertaining is that I had asked him, I was like, hey, how do I swallow a camera without swallowing a camera? And he was like, what? <laughs> how are you going to make that happen? And, uh, man, it took a good amount of work, but he, he, he put me under his wing, taught me a few tricks of the trade because he was a filmmaker also. That's cool. And with him being a filmmaker, he had he literally founded his own production company. They've made movies prior. You know, they were shitty B movies, but like he got money from movies. Like, like he TV has something. He's, he was he is in SAG. He's like in SAG. Like that's he's cool, in yeah. the Screen Actors Guild. That's craziness. Like that's really neat to me. And um <clears throat> and BAFTA, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Mm. So, like these things really intrigued me on how I can make things cooler in visuals. He made me pay attention to movies more. He made me understand more about storytelling and visual storytelling in both video games and in movies and film okay, and TV. Both. So, like, this is the person you can uh, always thank for how my mind's eye will ruin a movie for you. Yeah, because I'd be like, bro, just watch the movie and enjoy it. Damn! <laughs> Ooh, so annoying. And but when I point out something that's good, it's like a mind blow or something. Like you know that type of stuff. Uh, he made me really attentive to. Um, and he uh, saw my skill when it came to motion graphics, visual effects, and graphic design, and uh, saw that I was struggling because around that time it was the uh, two thousand eight like recession. Uh, recession. Yeah. And shit wasn't real good, you know what I mean? And I was hurting. So he actually after, you know, me doing some, you know, menial jobs and shit out there, he was like, "Yo, come work. For me. You're good at like what you do. You want to come work for me? I can't pay you much, but I can pay you something." 
That's yeah. That was, and that's uh, nice. I was like, yeah, you know, sure. And it began. Uh, that's where my journey into film production and stuff began because uh, I've done everything from squib work to you know uh, uh, DC stuff, so director of cinematography, visual effects, all these things. I've been in a stuntman in in my own my own I personal can't wait stuntman, to be a stuntman as I'm a, as thug number two. I'm gonna be. <laughs> When I when I be a stuntman, I'm just gonna be dying all long and slow and <laughs> in shit. slow motion. Uh, so it was it was a lot of fun doing and learning and being a part of that process. Um, he was known to push. No, you could do better. Nah, I don't like it. You know, I the, like, like, it's, it's, like t- talking to you like your clientele to prepare you for clientele. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta have a certain level of thick skin. Yeah, because. People are not gonna always like what you create, so yeah, you can yeah, be like, "I know I don't like to do it again. I don't like that." You have to be prepared for that. So that yeah, that was do. really good of him. Yeah, he prepared me for a lot, and and boy was he right about everything because getting out there as a starving artist, as a graphic designer or a motion graphics artist, yeah. Oh God, you're gonna be told a lot that this sucks, or hey, no, not what I asked for, or this is completely different than what I thought, or we're gonna go right. a different route. All those. All those things, you know, and he definitely hardened me for a lot of that, which gave me, got me better at my, my craft, you know, and I still to this day pay attention to all, everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, my eye, I, I, like, I pay attention to detail, almost chronically and sickly, it gets to the, to yeah, a degree. Yeah, it's really like, okay, It, it can get up. annoying. I'm sorry, and I love you, and I thank you for putting that with me, but yeah, Let Ryan McMackin showed me uh, perseverance, especially when something's not working. I was I, I I remember having some some real difficult times with a project and being able to hang out with him and a few other teachers like uh, another one who I made side mention is uh, Mr. Markham. Uh, he passed away a while ago from cancer, but he was another one who was like a top typography like designer. Like he designed like like fonts that are in people's PCs and your Mac. Like oh, now. that's cool. Like he has like shit that's licensed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that will always, whenever you buy something, it's always going to be on there. Like, he's done that. He knew the guy who made Helvetica. Like, <laughs> it's awesome, like, to be around these types of minds, right? Yeah. I'm always around people who are, like, geniuses or something. Way, like, why are y'all more, teaching? Or really smart. And uh, to see how and, and get critiques and how they deal with art and criticisms and, you know, where they are and where they want to do with their dreams and things like that. It was... It was really cool to be a part of that uh, and getting all these different um, just all the different types of advice for my art or anything outside of life. It was it was interesting. That's it was such a different aspect of college that I didn't know of because what you see from media is like party, you know, and like great tests and shit is that they weren't just teaching it they were living it so yeah you know they had to experience to, yeah. to give you like you know i've been through this i've been through this i did it like uh you know we had a sound designer or game designer and, and a 3d animator who worked on like the warcraft series and things like that who was teaching stuff that's amazing it was it was uh one of the greatest opportunities and i can't i can thank mr clark for getting me into my college i can thank ryan for like making me learn all of the stuff that i learned like i may be i may not be the greatest at everything 
but I am definitely a jack of all of those trades. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Like, and it feels awesome to be able to know I can do that, or I can at least get this, pick this up, or do better. And if I focused a little time on it, I can be really good at it, you know, yeah. in all these different areas. Uh, and even though that school is defunct and they are trash, I definitely got like diamonds out of oh, that, yeah, like some, some pure gems yep. out of that. You, you know what I mean? And, and for sure, the teachers uh, were involved. Ryan McMacken, Mr. Frank Clark, like A1 all the way. Mad grateful. I am successful. And shouts thank out you. to you as a thank <laughs> you. You know what I mean? For real, for real. I think that if there's teachers out there, if you're not just coming to work for a paycheck and you really care about those you know kids futures like if, thank if, you yeah if you're out here making these kids out here feel as as honestly as happy as those kids do feel in like abbott elementary then like kudos to you thank you and continue and thank you for your service yeah you are god sent keep Man. doing what you're doing because i know how discouraging it probably is to come home some days and be like i don't think i'm getting through i don't think i'm making an impact i don't know if i'm making a difference you are i promise if you're coming in to that school pure-hearted and you really want to teach kids and really want to make a difference like you're doing the right thing don't second guess yourself yeah again we need to pay these people's more they need to have the respect of of you know doctors military men they're up there with me with doctors and nurses and stuff politicians yeah hell i i can i can you know that we can we can set some some celebrities. Elon doesn't need to be on the crown. We could chill with the Beyonces. Let's get some of these teachers and some of these scientists and some of these other people who really do benefit our lives and futures. Let's get them up there. You know Absolutely. What I mean? Do you have any last words of wisdom before we head out for the weekend? Nah, let's head out to this weekend with a bang, huh? All right. Well. Thank you guys again for listening to our episode. Remember, we drop new episodes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Cheers.